Now I'm here. And now I'm here. And now you're here, dear listener. We can begin. So welcome to episode zero of the Mainframe Performance Topics podcast. So I'm Martin Packer, Mainframe Performance Guy. And I'm Marna Wally. I work in ZOS Installation in Poughkeepsie, New York. The name of this podcast series, Mainframe Performance Topics, is taken from my blog of the same name. It has three parts. Mainframe, mainly me, Marna Wally. Performance, mainly me, Martin Packer. And topics, any other stuff we want to talk about. So we're calling this episode rather grandly, Sic Parvis Magna. Which is Latin for greatness from small beginnings, which is appropriate because we're starting small and hoping to grow. Whether we achieve any kind of greatness is another matter. Anyhow, on with the show. So for our very first topic and our very first podcast, it's going to be a mainframe topic and it's Mana talking about a new SDSF set of function. Thanks, Martin. And this is a great new function. I've used it a lot and I've really enjoyed it. This new item is a new SDSF SPE, which is available for ZOS 2.1 and 2.2. The APAR number is PI43902. Now, with that APAR, you are going to need PPT support uh, for a new SDSF address space, which is called SDSF AUX, and that's provided in BCP APAR 048578. Also, when you go to put the SDSF SPE on, you'll notice that there's an SMPE IFREC for another BCP APAR, which is OA49277. That's a Sysplex fix, and that is for something else. So you'll want to have all of those on before you put it there. So as it's rolled back to 2.1, I guess that's where most customers will see it first. So you've mentioned how to get it, but what is it? It's really good stuff in SDSF, and like I said, I've been using it for a while, and I'm really excited about it. What it provides you are some new system information panels where you can easily pull lots of information about the system. I'm a sucker for computers, particularly ZOS telling you stuff. So what kind of information is this? Well, there's six of these new panels that you can add that are already added on the SDSF primary panel. So those six panels are for high-level system information about looking at the system in the sysplex, uh, looking at the current link list in the LPA uh, data sets, looking at APF data sets, looking at page data sets, and also looking at data sets in the ParmLab concatenation. Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff about data sets that I just said, but what is particular I like about on those panels is that you can do an SRCH or search command, and when they show the list of data sets, you can look for a particular member in those data set lists. Very spiffy. That's all good stuff, but I can find that information on the system today already. What makes this so cool? Well, the great thing about this is that you can find this information right in context while you're already in SDSF. So I don't have to do things like, let's say, go into a log and issue an operator command and then come back to where I was before just to have that information. Also, I can do a lot of line commands on these system panels that you see, and I get a response right on that panel. I don't have to go anywhere else. So as a, a good example is on the system information panel. When you want to see all the address spaces on a particular system, you can simply issue the SDSF line command DAA or DAL which underneath the covers is really just a D, A, comma, A, and a D, A, comma, L operator command, and immediately see the results right on that panel. That sounds good. As an aside, I like the idea of DAA being a shortcut for D space A, comma, A. Is that a general SDSF thing? 
Yeah, generally you can issue system commands from SDSF, but the thing is that there's a lot more commands that we can now do in SDSF. But of course, you have to have the proper user authority. What about the search command? Does that help me with in-context information? Oh, absolutely. SCRCH, or the search command, is used on panels when you have concatenation of data sets. So you can give it a member name, and of course you can wildcard, and it will tell you which data sets have members with that name. So let's say you're looking at the ParmLab concatenation, and you want to see which data set in your concatenation has a member called PROG00. This is really easy. You just do an SCRCH space PROG00 on the Palm Live concatenation panel, and right away it'll quickly tell you which data sets have that member. So that would help you diagnose if some member isn't getting picked up because it got usurped by a prior library in the concatenation. Right, and it would also tell you if it didn't exist and you thought it was in the concatenation. The example you gave is one for PalmLib, but I can see this being useful for, for example, LPA and LinkList. Yeah, you can subsequently do an SB, this is an old command, SDSF browse, or an SE, which is an old command for SDSF edit, and you can drill down right into that member. Of course, you have to be in the SDSF ISPF application to do this, since SB and SE are ISPF commands for SDSF that users already know about. Which reminds me, is it even possible to run SDSF other than under ISPF anymore? Sure. I mean, that part hasn't changed at all with this SPF, S, SPE. So you can't use the ISPF commands, the new ones, uh, if it's not SDSF running under ISPF, uh, but the new panels are still there. That's a great question. So these are the same edit and browse commands ISPF users are used to. That's a nice blend of ISPF and system command functionality, I think. Yeah, exactly. And for people like me that are really syntactically challenged with system commands, these panels are so helpful. Well, and perhaps it's an omission, but I can't type straight to save my life, so I'm sold on this sort of thing. So let me display my naivety and ask if I can use it right away, having just installed the PTFs. You know, alas, no. There's a little bit of setup work that you have to do after you've installed the SDSF PTF. First of all, as I mentioned a ways back, there is a new address space for SDSF that handles all of these new panels. It's called SDSF AUX, SDSF AUX, and you've got to set that address space up. And as always with COS, there are security controls on who can use which panels. To set up the SDSF AUX address space, it's just a couple of steps. We ship a sample proc in SISFJCL called, naturally, SDSFOX. Just put it in your ProcLib concatenation and verify that you don't need to do any changes on it, and probably you don't need to. What we ship is a pretty good sample. If you don't like the default name, that's fine. Just update your ISFPRM member with the name you've selected. When you start the SDSF server, which you have to use to use the news function, the SDSF aux address space will start automatically. I reckon I could probably detect from SMF30 if a customer had this up and running. While I probably could use a program name, I think most customers will stick to the supplied proc and address space name, SDSF aux. Yeah, I bet you could, and I think most will stick with SDSF aux, but you never know. So can I manually stop and restart SDSF aux? Of course, you do an S space SDSF aux and a P space SDSF aux. Actually, actually, I think I can probably type SDSF aux rather better than I can say it. Now, <laughs> those security details. 
We've got a new started task. I can imagine what we need to do for that. Yeah, as expected, you need a user ID associated with SDSF Aux, and it can be the same user ID you have for the SDSF server if you like. Also, you need a profile in the started class for SDSF Aux uh, dot asterisk, or you can use your existing SDSF server started class profile if you've wildcarded it enough. And just like everything else in SDSF, there are controls in place on what users can use what panels. Well, I think most customers can handle that bit. Yeah, I'm sure that there, uh, out of all the new panels and the commands, there's got to be something for everybody. One last question. I know you've been pushing using SDSF on ZOSMF. Were there changes for this SDSF SPE in ZOSMF itself? No. For this new SD, uh, SPE and SDSF, there were no changes to ZOSMF. So there's no associated PTF in ZOSMF for this SDSF application. Got it. I think I've learned enough to make myself dangerous with this new function. <laughs> yes, Martin, I've always thought you were a dangerous person. But seriously, though I'm an SMF guy, I can see this SPE being really handy for anyone looking in real time at their systems, which is something, to be honest, I rarely get to do. But I am forever sitting with people in customers who do that. Yeah, I agree. I think customers are going to like it. So in this podcast, we want to give people positive reasons to move forward in software terms. Well, here's another reason to move to version 2. On that note, is there any difference between 2.1 and 2.2 for this? Nope, they're identical. That's good, as I can see lots of customers staying on 2.1 for the time being. <laughs> well, I hope they move up, though, too. <laughs> so this episode, there's almost no performance content, despite the name mainframe performance topics. But here's a little snippet which I picked up by looking at the recent customer's data. So if you have the new ZEDC compression function, there are two new address spaces created. The one I actually saw in the data is called FPGHWAM, but there was another one, PCIE, which I didn't actually happen to notice. So if you see those in your Type 30 address space data, you now know what they are. They are the address spaces to support ZEDC compression. Hold on, Martin. It's not just for ZEDC. Consider it part of the ZOS infrastructure. Yes, that's right. As the names themselves, PCIE stands for PCI Express, naturally. And FPGHWAM is inspired by Field Programmable Gate Array FPGA Hardware Accelerator Manager. Don't stop them. Just leave them alone. These two address spaces are new with ZOS 2.1, which is the release of ZOS that ZEDC support started out in. They're automatically started when ZOS is IPL'd. There's no setup at all, not even security. I didn't even notice they were there with other 2.1 customers so far, and only accidentally noticed them this time. That's because these two address spaces hadn't been consuming significant resources for these other customers. In future episodes, we will, of course, talk much more about the ZEDC hardware compression. There's another reason for calling this episode Sick Parvis Magna, which some of you might pick up on. Over the past few months, but sadly not this month, I've been playing the remastered Uncharted 1, 2 and 3 games. I can thoroughly recommend them to anyone who has a PlayStation 4 and who enjoyed them on PS3. You can find them as the Nathan Drake collection. Why bother if you've already got them? Well, there are two reasons. Firstly, the remastered versions have so much better graphics. And the other reason is it's the only way to play them on PlayStation 4 while waiting for the long-anticipated Uncharted 4, 
which I have to say I'm really looking forward to. And the relevance of Sic Parvis Magna is that it's the family motto of the Drake family in the games. So we thought we'd keep this podcast series informal. And part of this is occasionally giving you a behind-the-scenes look at what we're doing. But for now, we're a little bit groping in the dark. But in future episodes, we'll talk about getting the outline together. Not a script. No, definitely not a script. Far from it. And we'll also, every once in a while, talk about recording techniques and editing and publishing. And as we learn, we'll occasionally let you in on what we changed. So that was topics. And before, our next major item was mainframe. With a minor helping of performance. So you have been listening to Marna Wally and Martin Packer. You can find me on Twitter as M-W-A-L-L-E and email will reach me at mwally at us.ibm.com. And you can find me on Twitter as Martin Packer and email will find me at martin underscore packer at uk.ibm.com. Feel free to contact us with feedback. And this has been episode zero of the Mainframe Performance Topics podcast. So it goes.